and we're off. I'm back. Chris is back. Welcome back, Chris. Hello. I've been back for a while. I know, I know, but it just seems so long since we last did a podcast that it's like, you know. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, everything good with you? Yeah. Actually, no, it's not. We spoke about this in a week and it hasn't been a good week for you. It hasn't been a good week. It topped off this morning with Wales losing the semi-final to South Africa, which is not cool, but uh, I'm getting past it. I'll okay. cry later in the corner. Yeah, you do that. Carl, you had a good week? Yeah, I've had a good week. Apart from the spider in a car? Well... Lucky to be here. <laughs> I'm lucky to be alive, to be honest. It wasn't even that big, but as we were driving along, it sort of like in theatrical fashion came down from the ceiling. Yeah. So it obviously been in the car for a while. And yeah, I almost died. <laughs> <laughs> and Laura. Hello. Hello again. Hello. You sound awful distant there, Laura. Hello. That's, that's, that's better. Maybe I'll have to turn your, uh, turn your microphone over. better? It's still quite quiet. Hello? That's better. Yeah. I've turned you up to a seven now, Laura. Oh, thanks. I've never been a seven before. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm usually a six on a good day. <laughs> all right. Now we've got all the pleasantries out of the way. I'm really perturbed. Perturbed, I am. Perturbed. That's, That's a big word. word. Yeah, no. Should I tell you what I'm perturbed about? Please do. <laughs> all these fucking idiots on Twitter. They're really getting up my nose lately. Now, we started off earlier this week with... Trump. It's always Trump. And yeah, he does say some stupid things. But on this occasion, right, he's on about the impeachment proceedings against him. And he referred to these impeachment proceedings as a lynching. And everybody went mental on Twitter and everything that he's racist and what's the matter with you? And people were quoting names of um, black people that were lynched back in the early 1900s and all this. It's, it's gotten out of hand, don't you think? Or is it just me? No, I agree with you. If bonkers. People need to get a fucking life, to be honest. I don't like you, but yeah, I have to agree with you. <laughs> what a big revelation there. A backhanded compliment. <laughs> a strange comment. Yeah. I'll be I honest. I didn't know what it meant until before this like discussion. And when you first described it to me, like hanging someone, I didn't think it was a racist thing at all. It's just everyone thrown up saying it is racist. They're making everyone think it's a racist thing. And we're just getting into this discussion all the time. It's just bringing racism into it needlessly. It is needlessly. Yeah, yeah. It was a term to describe something that did happen. Um, but it doesn't mean to say it's the only thing that can be referred to with that word. That's absolute nonsense. And then the other thing then is the Paul Hollywood one with the... Uh, with the, the, the cakes, the plate full of iced buns. And he said, well, that's diabetes on a plate. And the world went mad again. So who went mad then? Was it the diabetic community that were outraged by the comment or just As random part people? of the diabetic community, I would not get mad about that comment because I say that quite regularly. I'm pretty sure we say it in work in front of you. Yeah, well, I know someone who's sitting right next to me always comes up to me and starts eating a cake in my face. I do, I do, because it's your fault for eating so many sweets as a kid. <laughs> that's how you've got it. Oh, you've caught it off somebody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't say it's contagious. Yeah, it's yeah. Really, everyone now affected in this room. Yeah, so don't touch. See, we've we've <laughs> we've used different microphones and headsets every time we've we've come here to record. So one of us now is probably using oh, the same headset that he wore last time, and will now catch diabetes. I eat too much sugar. I can't afford to catch diabetes. <laughs> Is this the world you want for us, Chris? That everybody's getting... You're the snowflake. That everybody gets upset over anything. 
Uh, no. It's, it's bonkers. Because nah. I don't think it's doing anything to help communication. We've got all this way now of communicating so easily. Now I can put something on Twitter and somebody in Australia, can can they read in Australia? Yeah. Well, anyway, somebody, <laughs> somebody in Australia down, they that could read <laughs> would, would be able to see it. And communication is that good. So we should all be communicating better. But no, it's just constant arguments and everybody criticising everything that everybody says. You're going to get to the situation where people are not going to be People won't communicate because they're too afraid of, of somebody jumping on their back when, you know, and say something. That's all I get to eventually. It's like, what? You'll say something. Loads of people will insult you and you just go, I can't be asked. Yeah. It's not worth the effort. So it's like the idea of freedom of, freedom of speech is basically gone now because you say something online and you're instantly going to get ridiculed for it or you'll get pulled up on for it for five years' time later. It's stupid. I think the major issue, mind you, is that is, is the fact that on Twitter, on social media and things like that, you can't see a reaction. Like, you can't you can't tell if it's sarcasm, you can't tell if it's a serious comment, you, you can't differentiate... Differentiate... Yeah, that word. Between what they're trying to actually say. So someone could say it in a joking manner, but someone... Because you can't actually see that that's a sarcastic comment through text, then people are going to take it the wrong way. So you have to be a little bit more careful on what you're saying. And, and do you have to, though, make a joke about, uh, to, to everyone in the world? Why can't you just do it with the people that you know closest and have a giggle between friends? Why should than... you? Why should you restrict yourself to just your friends because you're afraid of offending somebody by saying something that's not offensive? I suppose it depends on what the joke is. If you get offended by stuff that easily, don't go looking at it and follow these people. Yeah, Block I, them. I, There's I things that. like that. You don't have yeah. to expose yourself to it. I totally agree with that, actually. I, I, no. Take that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't expose yeah. yourself, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favourite thing to do, all right? <laughs> You're back in prison again, Chris. You're yeah, still on tag. Yeah. <laughs> when will you learn? <laughs> but don't you think this is where we're going to end up? What, exposing ourselves? Exposing ourselves <laughs> in prison. <laughs> with a guy called Tiny. Because... Because we've offended somebody yeah. by by saying something completely unoffensive, but somebody has taken it as, as offensive. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. It's, it's all about the context. And unfortunately, we do live in a world where people are going to get offended. And because you can't relay the proper context through a message, it's always going to happen. And I agree that people who are easily offended, just don't look. If you can't drive, don't drive. It's that kind of thing. Just, just don't do it. But... The only how can you stop it? People have the right to speak up against something as well as say that. So I don't think it should ever go down to the fact of a criminal conviction or anything like that for saying something. But at the same time, people have the right to say something back to it, freedom of speech. But going back to context, like you said, context, that Paul Hollywood thing, it was said on Bake Off. That's not a serious show. It's a bakery show. If it was said on like a medical documentary show or something like that, maybe... Okay, still not outraged, but slightly different. So what I think if sense? it was said on a medical uh, documentary or something, no one would say a word because they would have taken it. It's a very serious thing and they're lightening it up through a joke. Whereas because they're making jokes all the time and they've always been quite PC about their jokes and then one joke isn't, that's when everyone jumps onto it. If you watch Bake Off, they are not PC about their jokes at all. There's constant innuendos and stuff mm. like that all the time. They're very good at innuendos, but they never offend anyone with those innuendos. They just make like very quick comments about things. I'm sorry, if people genuinely get upset and offended by saying that's diabetes on the plate, I may as well not speak. So I'll just constantly offend people. 
I'm, the gene pool needs thinning, to be honest. There's too many people. It does. Vegans and diabetes. <laughs> we need them out Fuck of the gene you. pool. <laughs> I quite like Chris. <laughs> Okay, means can't. more sugar for us, though. We can keep a few diabetics. <laughs> I suppose, yeah, that we can point and laugh at. It's unbelievable. Did you? Have we talked about the guy who trained his dog to do a Nazi salute? Have what? you seen that? Count Dankula is his yeah, YouTube yeah. name. So he he trained his pug to perform a Nazi salute. Please tell me he gets a tash as well and does that because that'd no, be amazing. So, so he when he when he. Normally, people train the dog to give them their paw, and they give the dog the treat. So instead of giving him a paw, he trained the dog to do yeah. the, the he salute. something like Heil Hitler or something. Yeah, and, and, and the dog lifts his paw in the air. So when he's sitting, so normally when he calls the dog over, he says "gas the Jews," and the dog looks up <laughs> like that. Now the context of that video was that his girlfriend was precious about this dog, and he said, "I'm going to turn this dog into the most annoying, evil thing." just to piss off my girlfriend. And he trained the dog to be a Nazi. Now, I had the same reaction. It's one of the best things that you could ever train a dog to do. It's hilarious. It took effort. It took time. And in the context of what it was, it was a fantastic joke. He got arrested for that. No way. Yeah, yeah. for yeah. a long time, there was a threat of uh, a jail sentence over it. Wasn't yeah, it? court proceedings. I think he was going to go to jail for a certain number of time, because there's a there's a bylaw about offend. There's actually a law about offending people, which got thrown out because it's not specific. Yeah, but isn't anti-Semitism? That's what basically the Nazis and that, that was. Wasn't well, it? that's so, what people try to argue is that it was an anti-Semitic joke, and it's like, well, he's not making fun of Jewish people. If you look at the context of the video, he's using <laughs> phrases that you yeah. may be offended by to train his dog to do. Things. I think maybe it's the fact that it affected so many people, and even now people are still affected by what happened then and get upset very quickly. Maybe it was a bit of a bad joke to make. It's hilarious. Yeah, don't I be mean, wrong, but I cannot. People can argue that it wasn't a great joke. I personally thought it was amazing. And I did. It but, was one of the. And that's all I things. thought it was. Yeah. He trained his dog to do something. Like yeah. The dog doesn't know any better. He just trained the dog to do something for a laugh, and that was it. Leave it at that. It was just a laugh. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I know it was an awful thing, but like you said, that affected loads and loads of people. Yeah, there's other really bad things that happen every single day that affect loads and loads of people. And we still make jokes of it to I, make it lighthearted. I do agree with you, but I think it's the way it went about at that time. It wasn't just the case of one person or a group of people being affected. It was the entire world and a, a, a massive population of well, Jewish population was killed off because of it. So I think I can understand why that would be slightly a bit more offensive than diabetes on a plate. I Ironically, think it, I it wasn't the Jewish think... community that were offended. No. It was just normal, no, no clicky people. Well, yeah, yeah. That seems to be the problem, though, at the moment, is that the actual person who should get offended doesn't care, and everyone else around them is offended for them. And it, that, that, why are you getting offended for someone else? Don't get offended for someone else. I, don't, I just don't understand. Me kind of... Saying that is wrong, isn't it, really? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you're offended by everything for everyone. Yeah. It's, it's just a joke. It didn't mean it, and the context was there. You know, you, you can not like the joke. That's fine, but you can't say... You can't have him arrested for making his dog salute like a Nazi. No, There's I, no I, laws against that. I agree with you. He shouldn't have got arrested. He should have just got... Maybe. He should have been awarded it, and I was impressed. <laughs> the Obviously, the effort. video polls, and maybe, maybe I suppose, I'm assuming it was on YouTube, was it? It was. It was one maybe of his first videos on YouTube. Take take him off YouTube, that type of thing. Just just get rid of him, blank him out off, off YouTube. Fair enough. But 
It actually springboarded him to sort of mini internet fame. He's been on the Alex Jones show as well. Have he? Yeah. I haven't seen that. I'll have to look that one up because that's the uh, that's a stray sand effect, isn't it? Yeah. That uh, when they're trying to avoid publicity and and do, do you know what that is? A stray sand effect. Bad publicity is good publicity. Sort of. Yeah. Yeah. We're basically yeah, yeah, yeah. somebody taking a photo from the air of a huge house mansion by the coast or whatever. This is years ago. And she made such a fuss about it. And in the meantime, only about five people had seen it. But she made such a fuss about it that she was trying to get a restraining order not to look at this photo. Everybody was looking it up. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. thousands and oh, thousands yeah. saw it. Beyonce did that. Was it Beyonce or one of the other famous singers had a an unflattering photo taken of them? And they sent the cease and desist letter to all the internet websites to try and take the content down. Multiplied... Yeah. times like a million well, overnight i'm pretty sure celebrities do that anyway they, they purposely get themselves into a sticky situation so that everyone knows what's going on and then their fame kind of comes out of nowhere so they if they're dying off which a lot of celebrities do especially singers and stuff then what do you do you make yourself big through the media through news it's very easy to do can't thank Les really good you should subscribe <laughs> his, his subscription video is him being choked by alex jones <laughs> it's amazing and his videos are great apart from that video he does like topical things on the things pretty much that we're discussing yeah. now gives his perspective and he does a couple of other things as well but yeah just a normal guy made his dog salute and the whirlwind began i can't he almost went to judge he was in court yeah in front of a judge being reprimanded and they were reading him his rights luckily he got out of it it, it felt like more of a sort of a sort of a threat to everyone else. This is what could happen if you make these jokes. Yeah. But in fairness to him, he got through it and he actually made a mockery of the court. Yeah, and now he's got the freedom of Berlin. <laughs> They've given him the key to the city. <laughs> His dog's walking around going like that. <laughs> <laughs> then he could get arrested. I think it's actually illegal in Germany to make yeah, you that can't, slip, can't which is fair mm. enough. If you made it yeah. in Germany, it'd be a different story altogether, but... The thing is, if you make it on YouTube, it means that everyone in the world can see it, including the Germans. So, yeah, it kind of did break the law in that case. I it? mean, if the Germans don't like the context of the joke, you can understand that, because that's a, a personal thing to them. But for the rest of us, I mean, it's it's sort of understanding through humour. Yeah. I love it. It is. Uh, and I, I've always said, when does cancer become a joke? Because no one really ever jokes about cancer. They'll joke about AIDS, and they'll joke about every other illness under the sun. But cancer is quite... Quite kept on the ra- under the radar. There's not as many cancer jokes as there is every other illness out there. Unless you're Ricky Gervais. Yeah, well, Ricky Gervais has no filter whatsoever. So No, no. Love people it. love him or hate him. Because that's, mm. that's what... I don't know if you saw... Well, you've seen his comedy specials when he said he was practising some of the jokes with um, his girlfriend, Jane. And he said, oh, perhaps I'll say this one. What did, what did the deaf, dumb and blind kid have for Christmas? Cancer. <laughs> That's and brilliant. That was, actually, brilliant. He, he, that was in his comedy special. I have seen that. I love it. That's brilliant. That's amazing. But it's a joke and you move on. Yeah, I agree. He I wanted agree to go you. to the Golden Globes dressed as Adolf Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> that was his... Uh, but that's what I love about it. And... You know, if I ever couldn't, if I ever got that, I'd want people to make jokes at me. I'd expect jokes from you, not because, not because of the context of it. I would never be offended by a joke like that. For me, it's a coping mechanism. So if I got a horrendous disease like that, I'd want people to make fun of me just so I can sort of laugh at myself yes. and just, just bring myself back to normality. Is, 
Yeah, I can't find agree. light and joy in everything, isn't it? I couldn't have people around me moping all the time, crying. Oh my no, gosh, like, want, fuck, uh, I'm going to die oh. soon. You want, you, Let's have a laugh. Can we please? You sweet cake in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He does it to sort of. To piss me off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but. And he does. <laughs> in the most loving way possible, he does yeah. it. This is how he's showing to Kitty Kays, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I get it. That's the thoughtful side of me <laughs> coming out. Plus, plus, I'm enjoying the cake. Yeah. That's so, 99% of it. So we're both winners. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know where this offensive culture comes from. Like, we're... Chris, mainly. You know, we're on the same page for the most part. I know Chris is a little more sensitive than the rest of us, maybe, for certain topics. But, again, is it... Is a generation brought up on the internet when they can say whatever they want? Are people seeing more content now that gives them more of a chance to I, comment yeah. on it? Because I, I think I think what people are saying now go to a wider audience, except for anything we say. But generally, <laughs> <laughs> what people say goes to a much wider audience because of, of the internet. So instead of you know you saying something in a pub with ten people. Now you're saying something online to millions. I suppose if you're in a pub making a joke to like 15 of your mates, they're probably going to laugh. Yeah. And, you know, you wouldn't be hanging out with someone who wouldn't. But then when you say it on the internet, I guess we've always been like this as a culture. Then we just never had the opportunity for everyone across the world to come onto one platform and sort of see how those comments go. But, I mean, pe haven't people got like better things to put their energy into than well, to get offended about I mean, these small comments. We watched the Jonathan Pye video, and isn't that exactly what he said? Why are the people getting pissed off over something like that? Have you seen what's going on in Syria and, you know, gays getting bloody persecuted in Russia and all this nonsense that's going on around the world? And yet, that's all you've got to worry about is that somebody said something about a plate of diabetes. It's, yeah. it's madness. Uganda has recently passed a law that says if you are homo if you are homosexual, you get stoned to death. There's a few laws like that in the African countries and in the Middle yeah, East. Let's, let's more worry about the fact that homosexuals are getting stoned to death. Happens That's, on a regular basis. There's yeah. horror stories of people committing suicide because they can't live with the consequences of being mm -hmm. homosexual. As soon as they realise that they're that way inclined, they kill themselves because yeah. they know their life is going to be horrendous. It's, you know, there's the world is full of all this and people spend hours a day on Twitter, getting offended by fucking good jokes. Is that because... <laughs> <laughs> Cakes. Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, I, I was going to go down the un uneducated route of kind of like... Uh, our, our country at the moment, Britain, isn't going through turmoil with Brexit and everything. It's fucking shit and everything is blowing up around us. So is it the best way to uh, keep people's minds focused is find the little things that they can complain about rather than make them think about the big things that they can do if they stood up? Does that make sense? I mean, it's a means of escapism then, is it? Yeah. So they're I'm, using it as, as a way of actually fighting back the really small battles that they can actually fight back rather than actually being a collective and fighting back against the greater bad. I don't know. It's, it's I think of that. It's almost like ignorant. Oh, I can't say the word, but ignorance you know. Is, I mean, ignorance is bliss. bliss. Thank you. But it's like that. The less you know, the better. So it's better to worry about and moan about little tiny things that don't really affect you than world problems, global warming, all this stuff sort of thing. It's easier to worry about and complain about ice buns on TV and stuff like that. It's also very easy to complain when no one knows who you are. 
That's that's what I was. Yeah, yeah just waiting for a gap yeah. in the conversation. You pop that <laughs> I'll just steal your <laughs> sentence that I because you did. <laughs> you did, <laughs> bastard. <laughs> because um, that's a big thing. I think is that you're nowhere near the people that you you insulted and having a go at. It's like as if you're hiding behind a wall, shouting at a group in a bus stop. Oh, no bed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They don't know where you are. They don't know where you're coming past from. A bus stop, bus wanker. <laughs> but that's, yeah. that's pathetic, though. I mean, if what you say on the internet should be a representation of what you would say. To someone in a normal conversation. So it if you should. Want, so if you want to insult someone online, you know, say that. You should have the balls to say that to their face then. Or balls, to a point, whatever I part you want to say. You. To a point, I'd agree with you. But sometimes it's it's very hard to, to speak up when, but through a message is a lot easier. So to a point. I mean, but, but you, if you are going to say something and you know you're going to offend someone, expect the backlash and don't cry when you do get the backlash. I think, but you just need to have the confidence to deal with it. I mean... It's too easy to send a message. So I could send the message to Martin and I'll go, fuck you, Martin. Just like, say that to him. I would say that to his face. But, you know, in the context yeah. that I did know him, let's say, you know, we were having a conversation online and we disagreed. I would leave it at that. You agree to disagree. You don't need to start insulting no, people. And when it goes past the point of what you would actually say in a real conversation versus something you can say online with no backlash. I don't know. It starts to... You get those keyboard warriors then, or those bloggers, yeah. the fucking crumbs on their uh, on their jumpers <laughs> who get offended by everything, and it's easy for them to blog I think you about just offended it. Offended with the crumbs. I hope I did. <laughs> um, and it's easy for them to write these blogs slating off comedians and prominent people in society just because they know they're never going to get the opportunity to meet them in real life. And I think that's really cowardly, to be honest. So what we're saying is, if uh, if you insult someone online, we should have like a royal rumble and that person and the other person and all the offended people should get into the ring together and whoever comes out wins. Absolutely. I'd Sounds love to, to watch that. I would love to watch bring that. Bring back the gladiatorial games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you really offend, you get a lion. Yeah. It's sort of like not nothing as horrendous as the Hunger Games, but, you know, something more like that we can all enjoy. We're a violent species. We might as well accept it. So yeah, we great. can have this gladiatorial games bloggers versus trained marines and let's see how the bloggers fare when they complain about war and all that sort of stuff let's see how they fare in the royal rumble fucking thin the hood <laughs> this is survival of the fittest again darling. yeah it really winds me up it really does it's i know you're offended yeah and that's, that's what annoys me is that they are them getting offended over the littlest things annoys me to the point where it actually offends me and that's what annoys me then because i'm getting you're, you're dragged into this you're offended about being offended yeah it winds me up like people they just got they they must have nothing going on in their life so when they see a tweet that comes in they're sitting there rubbing their hands getting ready to fire off this message back just ignore it. It's the guitar lessons all over again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do, you, do you reckon people get paid to do it? Do you reckon people get paid to sit there and, and wind other people up just purely for like hits and views and making sure that, like especially like Twitter, one of the main reasons for Twitter is for people to complain about other people. So if you've got someone who's going to make a joke and then you pay someone to complain, more people are going to complain. And then all of a sudden that's going to go from news two, pe two people and then to 1,000, 2,000, 300,000 people look, looking at this one post. So... Are people being paid to do it? I would, I would imagine some people you are probably being paid. You never know in some yeah. circumstances. I mean, we're all talking about it now. Yeah, tw Twitter could easily pay someone to go through and say, if you find something, the smallest thing that could be offensive, jump on it and make it really big just so that people will view it. Well, it's sort of a... It's an easy way to make money. If you're a famous 
internet person and there's outrage in the media, all you have to do is throw in your 10 cents to comment on it. All your followers would look, you're getting ad revenue from whatever you say. So, you know, people yeah. jump on the bandwagon then to just turn it into the sensation it becomes for no reason. It's crazy how it can be done. Like, you can use that in two ways. You can blow up Twitter to talk about fucking Paul Hollywood and his comment on the show, or you could use it to make people aware of what the world is yeah. coming, or you know, what the world is turning into. More people would rather complain than yeah. look at the truth. If you posted an article about homosexuality laws in Nigeria, probably wouldn't get as many views as celebrity says something about diabetes. All right, yeah. That's the world we live in. Capitalist market. But, and I can't believe I'm actually about to say this, we're all saying these people are right to say that it's diabetes on the plate and everything like this. So surely aren't the people fair right to them to complain? Say what yeah, you I, want because we're yeah, saying I, what I, we yeah. want. I said that earlier, but freedom yeah. of speech works both yeah. ways, so you should be allowed to complain so as well as... So we shouldn't be getting offended by all these other people getting offended by everything else. Carl looks like he's about to explode from that comment. No, we Sorry. shouldn't. I shouldn't. <laughs> I know I shouldn't, and Laura is absolutely right. But there's something fundamental in my gut that tells me these people just shouldn't have a keyboard or shouldn't have access to the internet because their opinion is worth nothing in the grand scheme of things. They can say whatever they want. I'll, I'll die for their right to say whatever they want, but it doesn't mean that it means anything. It's worthless. So we're saying, sorry then, if we're saying that, then any words on Twitter are meaningless. Don't ever take whatever's put on social media by heart to heart. For the most part, it's just conjecture. It's just random people saying random things about how they interpret the world and the comments that other people make. Yeah, yeah I should ignore it. Sometimes I can't. I really think, how is this person? How do they function on a daily basis if they get offended by like innocuous comments about diabetes or using the word lynching just because it was linked to some atrocities early in life. It's, you know, you can't isolate those words and then associate them with one thing. Lynching doesn't mean it always means racism. Adolf doesn't always mean it's going to be related to what happened in Germany, although that name has died out. Um, <laughs> yeah, and it's the why. same with all these different things. You can't tash. pigeonhole You've ruined them. that tash look. No one can ever wear that tash now because of Hitler. I don't think it was a great Dick. one to start with. <laughs> Not the point. No one can ever use that. Michael Jordan tried to do it a few years ago. Do you see that? Someone probably got offended and he shaved it off. Well, it was, all, it was all over the internet. But yeah, you had a little tash going down here. And everyone was like, Jordan trying to bring back the Hitler moustache. But he's a dick for doing that, among, among the other things that he did. But that was a big one. But it's just a moustache at the end of the day. If, if anyone decided to wear that... You know, good luck. We, we, good yeah. luck to them. Yeah, but you can't say they're trying to bring Hitler back unless they start putting on the uniform. They start saluting and spouting all this propaganda. Then yeah. you can call them a Nazi. Not well, he shaved his moustache a little bit. Yeah, he's made a square Bizarre. on his face. This world has gone fucking bonkers. Crazy. Yeah, there is absolutely crazy this world, and no one's doing anything about it. Well, part of me thinks that this is what. Companies and businesses want. They want us to squabble amongst ourselves so they don't notice that all the oil is polluting the water. They don't want to notice that the world has been ravaged by all these different things. And they're just like, oh, diabetes. Have you, you know, played argue Fallout New Vegas? Yeah. Uh, I've been playing the new ver uh, newer version of that, The Outer Worlds. The Outer Worlds, yeah, it's good. That, to me, is the perfect way that capital mar capitalist market is going to go. It's going to be the case of you can't get anywhere unless you have money. You can't get. You will die if you don't have money. 
I mean, at the moment, you can get, you can live with a very small amount of money, but at that point, it's the case of if you don't have it, you're dead. Simple as. You're living on the streets, you're living in the middle of a desert somewhere because you have no money. And, and when you need a little bit of everything, I mean, there's no perfect economic system, certainly not what the lefties think and the extremes. But I know that people making these statements promote themselves, they make money, they promote something else, and the fairest wheel goes round and round. But I, I can understand why they do it. If you look at it from their, I'm going to use work words now, business perspective, for them to make a quick tweet and make loads of money, why wouldn't you? Yeah. You know, would you, would you rather work nine to five all day? You could send one tweet and you make like $10,000 for promoting one tweet or promoting yourself as an individual. It's a no-brainer. I just wish that... I just wish that people would just sort of grow up a little bit, you know? Maybe not get so easily offended by stupid comments and save that energy for when you really need to make a statement about something. Uh, I think the problem is that we live... But the world will never change. No, we live, we live in a place now where no one wants to speak up for the, the important things. They want to speak up for the dumb things. And there is a few people out there, I will agree, there is always going to be those people, but there's a minority compared to the majority. I think now more than ever, that is like being contradicted, especially with the younger generation. You're seeing a lot more protests and a lot more things like this happening regarding climate change and all this sort of stuff. And it's the younger people, it's the younger generation leading it. So I think we will gradually lead in the right direction. People are becoming more aware and it's the right people at the end of the day. It's people younger than us that are going to be the future, are going to be the ones in charge. But I'm pretty We're sure if we go change. through your generations and every generation, the protesting and the younger people have always been the ones at the forefront of it all. As you get older then, you've already protested for what you want. The younger generation has come in and protest for what they want. So that, I think, is always going to be the same. You're always going to have people protesting younger than you because they're seeing something different to you. So you get to a certain age, you've got what you wanted, you're happy with, with to a point where you are, the younger people come in and they're going, right, actually, we need to change this a little bit now. We need our way of thinking. Yes, I know. Because I think, especially the protests that are happening now, is not so much their way of thinking. It's the way everyone should be thinking. It's the way a lot of people are thinking. It's just raising awareness and making it more of a... But again, you go back 20 years and those people would have thought exactly the same thing of this is how everyone should be thinking. Do you see what I mean? So it's going to happen every generation, no matter what. Everyone's going to be thinking the same way every generation and only a certain amount of people will protest against it. Protests have been going on for such a long time now in particular. I mean, the poll tax riots in um, London in the 80s, I think, was it? was one of the worst protests ever. And that was in the 80s. But a lot of these protests were made, and the reason we're not protesting about them now is because changes happened, the right changes happened. So you had women protesting to vote and equal rights and all that. Well, now we can go vote, equal rights. That's why they don't protest about it anymore. Yeah, look how that's turned out. What do you think <laughs> this Extinction, Extinction Rebellion then? What a bunch of fucking idiots. They've caused nothing oh, but problems. They're targeting the oh, wrong I've people. I've seen this advertised. So what's... Chaos um, in London. There was nurses, doctors, policemen couldn't get the bloody work because they were jumping on trains and blocking the roads. They caused in so much hassle that I don't think anybody's going to take their side anymore. People are just fed up with their shit. You what say that, context? but yeah, I agree. Nurses, doctors and police can't get to their jobs. Certain like things need to be made for that. But in general, so what if Joe Bloggs can't go to his office nine to five job? 
him being inconvenienced, he's now aware of it. He wouldn't have known before. What if he doesn't get there, he loses his job and then he loses his house? I'm not being funny. I think everyone's going to be a bit more aware. If that happens, then... Does it matter? It depends on the corporation. If it's a, ma- it's a major corporation and, they, and he's on a final warning because of some stuff that's going on with his, in his life anyway, and they say, if you don't get into work, you're going to lose your job. And if he loses his job, he loses his house, his entire family, everything is destroyed because of someone protesting. I'm not being funny. The day and age we're in, if he wrote a story about that and sold it to the Sun newspaper, he'd be fine. <laughs> he could use what we're talking about against him because people would yeah. get tremendously offended by yeah. that. But what is the context of the extinction thing? I've seen it mentioned briefly in snippets. I think Russell Brand did a podcast recently with someone from that movement. But I haven't well, seen it's it all yet. about it's, they're, they're all about climate change, but they've gone to the extreme. Whereas um, rather than just sort of you know put posters up and talk about we need to do something about the climate, they're actually causing chaos and they're yeah, taking it to extremes and uh, and they, they reported it in the paper now I know that you can't generally trust papers and the news but um, they were interviewing you know doctors and nurses and, and people that save lives that couldn't get to their job because of the, the hassle these were causing in, but they even turned on themselves and said yeah yeah probably climbing across the tops of the tube trains and everything of the trains probably wasn't such a good idea because we caused chaos with that but I, I was reading yesterday that it's, it's like as if it's a middle-class um, uh, demonstration group in that they can claim up to £400 a week, <laughs> living expenses. and, and Ooh, might join. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, not, it's not like the old, uh, you know, voluntary <laughs> yeah. sort of thing where you do it in your own time or usually if you don't wash and you're homeless, you'll go and join a demonstration. But this, this is more of a middle-class thing. You can claim expenses. So and they're getting paid to protest. Well, sort of, yeah. When, that's when no longer a protest. That. One guy's given up his job that's to, not a to work full-time that's to a, do it. That's a job. And, if you, if yeah. you're going to do it full-time and you get paid to do it, that becomes a job. It's not a protest. The idea of a protest is it's voluntary and you don't get paid to do it. You just do it. I can have a look at the context. If I can sit at home and tweet <laughs> yeah. 400 quid a week. Too right. If that's the case, the entirety of Britain now just become extreme. Oh, what is it? I was going to say extremists. extremists <laughs> I think. Not but extremists. isn't that really what they want? Well, this, is, this is why they've had such an effect because yep. people are taking such a big part in it. You know, they're, they're willing to go <laughs> to extremes, basically. Are they taking a part in it because they want to or because they're getting paid to? Um, probably a bit of both. I mean, I, I bet there's a lot of situations where they thought, well, you know, I'd like to go and join in this demonstration, but I can't afford to get down to London on a bus and stay overnight and that sort of thing. And they'll say, ah, don't worry, we'll cover your expenses. Hey, I'm coming. Day out, weekend in London. Is that... Is that a cult? Is that sort of turning into a bit of a cult? Uh, How are you spelling that? Because I might agree. Well, you can use both (laughs) words to describe some of these people. (laughs) But isn't that the only way protests really work, though, is if people do absolutely ludicrous things like that? They're getting attention. I mean, you can, like, why can't you chain yourself to a, a government building or something rather than spoil the tubes and the buses and everything else for the regular people. Why can't you do it in a more controlled way? Well, I suppose their argument is that some of those vehicles are contributing to the climate problem. But you can't blame the people around who have to use these these, these, these things. I mean, if anything, it, what they should be doing is stopping roads to try and stop people from driving. I agree with that. Using the buses and the tubes yeah. is a vet, better idea because you can pack more people in there. Yeah, I agree. So stop the cars. Don't stop the people who need to get to work. Yeah, I've always said we should have more trams. You can use them as solar power, yeah. electric-powered underground systems. 
if anything, they should be, yeah, they should be complaining. They should be, it's against the government. You know, it's a publicly funded transportation system. We need more efficient means of getting people from A to B that don't cause environmental issues. But like I said, jumping jumping in front of a tube, whatever, or climbing on top of a bus isn't really going to... Yeah. If it's a short-term thing to shock people and get attention to the cause, I can see that. A lot of people do that. It's do like, we're on a day where, or at a time when it's not overly necessary to use those things? It doesn't have the same impact. Get, yeah. exactly. I, I, I agree, and but at the end of the day, you're, you're spoiling it for everyone else who maybe they're thinking the same thing as you. Maybe they do want to do what you're doing, but they can't. Because they have to go to work. They have to make a living. But, right, so I was hearing on the radio when it was happening, so they did block off some roads and stuff like that. And there was a woman that called in, actually. I don't can't remember what she'd done, but she called in. She said at the time she was so angry, pissed off and everything because she was late for work and queues of traffic and everything like that. Then she said, it wasn't until I got home that evening, sat down and reflected and thought, hold on, I was inconvenienced for one day. These people are trying to spread awareness, save our planet, save our kids' planets and all this. What is one day's inconvenience to me? The Amazon burning down, all this stuff that's happening on a daily basis that nobody really stops and thinks about. Well, being sat in that traffic jam has caused you to think about it now. I agree with the inconvenience bit. Uh, people can get over the inconvenience, and that's that's the, like a tiny, tiny thing. It's not even an issue compared to what's happening with the, the climate thing. But when you were putting people's lives at risk, the doctors and yeah, nurses I completely and the police agree. couldn't get to work. Yeah. And what the, one of the papers said was, the other thing is they blocked all the roads off, so there's cars sitting there idling in traffic, creating all these terrible fumes and bloody things. They just went against everything. They're trying to get people onto public transport so that there's like hundreds using one bus or train, whatever, instead of using their cars. But they blocked all them and, and made them unusable. So everything they were they were claiming to um, protest about, they went against and just made it all worse. I was in a protest once in London. Never actually protest. You know, do you know, the, uh, it was the uh, increases of student fines. Uh, yeah, student fines. And uh, it was the one where someone threw a, um, a fire extinguisher off a roof and almost killed a couple of people. Wow. Yeah, I was in that one. Why I, well, did I you said, do that, Chris? I was, it seemed like fun at the time. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to go for a couple of points, you know. But, uh, GTA style. Yeah. It was, it was interesting. I, I, I got bored, to be fair. I'm too lazy. They, they started walking up and I was like, nah, I'm not doing this. I'm not walking all the way into the centre at like a snail's pace because everyone was walking together. I was like, I'll just meet you up there later and went home and smoked. They, 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 would, <laughs> they would never have got to the same London where they would have been, oh, a pub. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like that. You go past the Greg's and you're like, dinner? I'll and that's it then. You just sit at the back there like, just eating a pasty. I don't know, I've never, I've never been that passionate about something to protest. I wasn't passionate. I was trying to pull. Not going to lie. I was trying to pull. <laughs> <laughs> what the real story comes out yeah i was i was chatting to a lovely lady and i thought you're protesting i'll just follow you and see how this goes <laughs> and i got lazy and went home i didn't see her ever again actually that. <laughs> uh, you made the right choice love if you're listening <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> at least i'm honest <laughs> oh dear Right, that's the end of that for this week. I just got it. I had to get it off my chest. Well, people moaning over fuck all. <laughs> do you feel better now? I do feel a bit better now. Good. Yeah, yeah. That's a cathartic release. Are you offended by these people being offended? Yeah. Snowflake. Yeah. 
We can delete that out. Yeah, yeah. Just just remember to delete that in, Chris. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> Do you still have that clip of I was wrong? Yeah, yeah, I still got it. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. You know, we'll check that out of <laughs> yeah, just save that. I can add it in any time. Uh, Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, that sums up the podcast for today. Yeah. <laughs> all right, thank you all. Goodbye. Uh, See you next week. Cheers. Bye. Ta-da.